Giants fans, welcome to the 8th episode of the G-Men Journal Podcast. Today we're going to be doing the first of four um, season previews, so um, I'm going to be going um, week by week here and talking um, about um, four weeks um, together uh, in every podcast as we go, so today is the first four uh, weeks and um, today's podcast and all future podcasts of the G-Men Journal um, is brought to you by the Closet Pack Rat LLC, helping you reclaim your space. So, like I said, they'll be sponsoring today's episode and all future episodes of the G-Men Journal. So, um, I would like to thank them. Um, but uh, today we'll we'll talk about. Um, the Giants' first four weeks, um, their first game against the Cowboys in Dallas, the second game at home against the Bills, the second, uh, the third game in Tampa Bay against the Bucks, and the fourth game at home against the Redskins. So, the first game, um, is away at the Cowboys. So, um, so, me and Dylan on episode three, uh, we talked about their whole season. We did it all in one episode. And so, um, but today I'm going to be just be doing, like I said, the first four, and then, um, next podcast I'll do the, the, um, the four after that, then so on, um, and just go down the list. Um, so, um, I will, I'll be doing, I'll try to go more in depth, um, with all of the games, um, just bringing you more information, um, about the upcoming season, um, um, so, um, the first week at the Cowboys in Dallas, um, like, um, like me and Dylan had talked about, um, on, on episode three, um, is that this is, this has kind of become the new norm, um, for first games for the Giants, um, it wasn't, um, the first game last year, but it was the year before that, and the year before that, um, and it will be this year, um, so the latest news, uh, following the Cowboys is that Ezekiel Elliott will, um, will avoid suspension for the incident in May, um, he, um, will not be suspended, um, at all, that is the decision that the league has announced that they had have, have made. Um, he will not, uh, so he will play, obviously, um, in this first game. Um, and it will create, um, a true battle of great running backs. Two of probably the top five, if not top three, running backs in the league. I had even called Zeke and Saquon um, the top two running backs in the league um, on episode three when we did this. So um, this is going to be for sure the battle of the backs. All eyes from um, everyone really will be on uh, the running backs, especially um, especially everybody playing fantasy football. Um, I know I will certainly be uh, doing that. I'll have my eyes on this game. Um, and so, 
Um, as we as we had talked about on um, our first um, season preview um, that me and Dylan did, um, I will also give like a prediction for uh, win or loss here. So um, I'm going to go with the loss because I think maybe we might have the edge at running back, but I think everywhere else the Dallas Cowboys, as much as it pains me to say it, are better than um, than the Giants at at this point. Um, I mean, hopefully, hopefully Daniel Jones will will turn out to have a rookie season um, like that of Dak Prescott's, but um, but then again, Dak, Dak Prescott was the uh, was the week one starter um, in Dallas, um, and that probably won't happen um, here in. Um, in 2019 with the Giants, um, but, you know, it could, um, like I've said on previous podcasts, there really, there, nobody truly knows, um, what the plan is, um, for Daniel Jones, I mean, as much as the media and everybody, and including myself, um, you know, we all have our plans that we want, um, Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer to, to follow through with, but, um, but we never, we, none of us truly know, um, exactly how and when he's going to start, or, um, how he's going to be used in general, um, and I mean, back to the game here, um, I think they will lose this game, um, this is definitely the hardest game in their, um, in their first four games, they have a pretty favorable first four games, um, I mean, Dallas was the only playoff team in their um, in their first four games here, and I'd say Dallas is probably going to be the only uh, playoff team in their first four games. So um, obviously, that is definitely favorable. Um, like me and Dylan had talked about um, with the NFC, um, they don't really play any of the NFC super. Super teams, I guess, if you want to call them, or at least that's certainly what they looked like last year with the uh, Rams and the Saints, you know, high-scoring offenses and stuff like that. Um, so, uh, they don't have either of those teams on their schedule, which obviously is a plus. Um, and they don't have a that hard of a schedule um, overall. I mean... For their schedule, I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it, it really is favorable. I mean, it's, it's a good schedule, um, and you, you could definitely see them, it's a good, like, it's a good schedule, um, I mean, besides, besides the Patriots, there's no real, true Super Bowl contenders that you could say, Look, these guys are going to go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you could make the argument for the Cowboys and the Eagles, but besides the Patriots, like I just said, there's no, there's no true uh, Super Bowl contenders. You know, um, they also play the Patriots in the preseason, um, so they do play them twice. They play them in their final preseason game as well. But I mean, just looking at the schedule, top to bottom. I mean, off, uh, on the topic of the preseason, they also play the Bears, which you could make the case for for a solid Super Bowl contender. I think the Bears have a more legitimate shot than somebody like the Cowboys or the Eagles. But, I mean, 
these guys have a solid a solid schedule. I mean, good teams, but nobody that you can point to, like I said, besides the Patriots, that you can point to and say, these guys are going to be legitimate contenders for the Super Bowl. I mean, the, obviously the Eagles won it um, two years ago, but, I mean... There, I don't, I, I don't see them as legitimate contenders at least this year. Um, so, um, like I said, I, uh, back to the game here, which got way off topic there. Um, I think that they will lose this first game to the Cowboys, um, just in Dallas. Um, I think even if it was at home at MetLife, I think they would lose the game anyway. Um. But um, I think we should uh, move on here to um, to the Bills game, their second game at home um, at MetLife Stadium. I think this is um, definitely a winnable game. Um, I think both Dylan and I had them winning this game in our season preview. Um, but like I said, this is definitely a winnable game. Um, I think besides... Besides the quarterback matchup, um, I think you win just about every other position matchup. Um, I mean, these teams are both not very good. Um, I think besides, like I said, besides the QB battle, I think you win just about everything else. I mean, you definitely have a run, better running back in Saquon. You probably have a better receiving core. And you... Just about, maybe, this is probably the most even of the matchups is the defense, but I think even, but I mean, both defenses aren't really that good. So, I think it kind of just gets to the point here where, yeah, they might have a better defense than us, but listen, if we can just pound the ball with Saquon, um, and, like, I think they don't have a good enough defense, or they don't have a good enough defensive line or a front seven for that matter to to be able to to, to truly contain Saquon. Um, and so, I think Saquon will run over all over him here. Um, I think that this could be this game also could come down to um, could come down to um, the the receiving game, the throwing game, um, because maybe, because they'll probably game plan to stop, to stop Saquon, so we might need somebody like a Golden Tate or a Sterling Shepard, or even an Evan Ingram, for that matter, to have a big game here, because, um, because, and we will need them to have a big season overall, because, um, with Saquon being Saquon last year, and with, to um, an old quarterback in Eli Manning and a not a potentially good quarterback in Daniel Jones, but a not proven quarterback in Daniel Jones. So I think it's fair to say two QBs, at least at this stage. Um, I mean, and in a receiving core with the trade of Odell, you have... Everybody's going to be game planning to stop Saquon this year because that's what I that's what I mean. Like you need some of these receivers, um, like like your Golden Tate, like your Sterling Shepard, and even your 
Evan Ingram um, to have a solid season. And you also need your quarterbacks to not only be serviceable, but to be, but to be at least like a slightly average, um, above average would be great. But you know, like, so like I said for this Bills game with. You probably end up winning this game just because the Bills are, you know, not a very good team. I mean, not saying that the Giants are a good team, which at this point, quite frankly, Giants fans, they're not. Um, I think they could win this game, put themselves at 1-1, one one, uh, going to Tampa Bay against the Bucs, um, which um, is a team they beat um, last year at MetLife Stadium. Um, this is definitely another winnable game here. Um, I mean, you have a better running back, um, probably just about even quarterbacks, um, in either Eli or Daniel Jones, whoever ends up starting against, against Jameis Winston, um, you know, you probably have... A slightly better receiving core. Um, you definitely have a better running back, like I touched on. They probably have a better defense than us. Um, so overall, it's a pretty even game. It was definitely a fun game to be at last year. I was at that game. Um, so I mean, like overall, this is a pretty even matchup. Like I like I stated that this is definitely a winnable game. As are just about all of their first four games, except maybe that that Cowboys game. Um, so, and this is this is probably their second of the three definitely winnable games, I'd say here. And even like the Cowboys, like I said, the cow. There's nobody here that you look at and say they're definitely in the playoffs. I mean, the Cowboys will probably make the playoffs, whether they win the division or come a close second to the Eagles and close enough that where they get the wild card. But if they finish, if they finish, I don't know, like enough far far enough behind the Eagles, where where you have with a pretty top heavy NFC East, you could see. You could see them watching the playoffs from home. I mean, quite honestly, with with I mean, I could see the Green Bay Packers being a wild card team. I guess I guess the Cowboys probably will in the end uh, be a playoff team. But like I said, they could end up um, uh, not making it to the playoffs. I mean, the Bills just about definitely aren't a playoff team. The Bucks just about aren't. Definitely a playoff team. And the Redskins, who are probably tied for third or are the third best team in the NFC East division, probably won't make the playoffs either. So, I mean, back to this Bucks game here. This is definitely a winnable game. Um, like I said, you have a better backfield. You have a probably a better receiving core. Um... They probably have the better defense, but like I like I stated a bunch of times, this overall is an even matchup. So um, uh, I guess we should move along here to uh, to the fourth and final game that I'll be talking about here. Um, this is a game that 
um, that might come down to the quarterbacks. I mean, these two quarterbacks will forever be remembered, or at least they'll be... Haskins might be remembered for in New York being for the guy that the Giants passed up on um, for Daniel Jones. And quite frankly, if he ends up starting, which he very well might, um, I mean, I, I don't know that Keenum is a guy that you can look at and say he's the definite starter. I mean, besides the one good year in Minnesota, this guy has had is, like, a, basically a career backup. I mean, like I said, besides that one year in Minnesota, like, I don't know. Um, and even in Minnesota, he kind of got lucky with Thielen and Diggs kind of coming basically out of nowhere. I mean, he kind of got lucky with Thielen becoming a top ten receiver in the league, probably, and... Stefan Diggs becoming a top 20 receiver in the league. Like, I don't think anybody after before the season predicted that that was going to happen. So, um, he is probably a career backup. And, like I said, he's not a guy that you could necessarily look at and say this guy is the definite starter over their first-round pick, Dwayne Haskins. And Dwayne Haskins might very well start in this game. And, for that matter, they might just even throw Daniel Jones in there just because because that's what the entire world is going to want to see. They're going to want to see the guy that the Giants picked versus the guy that the Giants passed up on. And even if Jones doesn't start and Haskins starts, Haskins is going to want revenge on the G-men for passing up on him. I mean, that's just human nature. Like, if you look at Josh Rosen, like, what Josh Rosen wanted was he he literally went out and publicly stated that that everybody that didn't draft him made a mistake. So everybody he wants to prove to the entire world that he should have been the guy that the Giants picked with the sixth overall pick. And so he ended up being the fifteenth overall pick going to the Redskins. But still, I think he I think he definitely wants revenge in this game, and I think he might be, um, he might end up starting here, um, they definitely have the better backfield, um, in Saquon, which they really have the leverage, um, with Saquon in, in every matchup except the first game, um, against Zeke, the running back matchup, um, and so, um, pretty even receiving core, uh, a very even defensive battle here. And like I said, Haskins will probably want... This might end up being a revenge game for Haskins. That might be the that might be the story of the week. And if... And let me tell you. If Haskins has a solid game here. And Eli still starts. Or if Daniel Jones starts. If Daniel Jones starts, it'll be even more... But even if Eli Manning starts and D and Dwayne Haskins has a good game, that will everybody will want Dave Gettleman gone because this kid that you passed up on now just basically balled out against you and is looking like looking like he'll be the best rookie quarterback in this draft class. So everybody will want Gettleman out the door. Um, if 
Haskins balls out against these guys, and and if and even more people will want Gettleman out if Haskins has a good game or if and it'll be the better game Haskins has, the more it will be ramified. However, if Haskins has an awful game, people will praise Dave Gettleman like he's the king of New York. And if Daniel Jones ends up starting in this game, and Daniel Jones is awful, and Dwayne Haskins sits over on the other side and completely has the best game you could ever predict for a rookie quarterback, I mean, the front page for every single New York newspaper for the next week will be Fire Dave Gettleman. I mean, with even with the New York media and even anywhere else, if the guy you pass up on has a great game against you, especially anywhere you go, any, especially in New York, they will want the general manager fired. However, with that being said, if Haskins has an awful game and Jones looks like the right pick forever, like I said, people will praise Dave Gettleman forever. Like, in this game, um, I think, really might dictate whether or not Dave Gettleman will be the general manager at the end of the year. I mean, quite honestly. Because not only will the will the owners, the Tish and Mara families, be under so much pressure to fire him if Haskins looks like the best rookie quarterback in a decade, then the I mean the Mara family and T the Mara and Tish families aren't usually people who just are out with everybody if you're awful. Um then, I mean, if you're awful, they'll fire you. But, like, if, you know, like, just looks like a bad, a bad general manager because he blew this quarterback thing, then, I don't they won't necessarily be as quick to fire as, I don't know, somebody like a Robert Kraft or someone like that who, I don't know, who demands success and will fire you if you're not successful after one or two seasons. I, I just don't see that happening, but, I mean, it could legitimately happen if Dave Gettleman looks like an idiot if Daniel Jones has a great game. I mean, or if Haskins has a great game, sorry, and Daniel Jones does awful. I mean, it might, it might be rough for Dave Gettleman, but, I mean, back to the game, like, this is... Definitely the third winnable game here. They could very well hopefully be three and one after after um after the first four games. And the average Giants fan will be going crazy. But I mean I think I'm warning you guys now that it, Giants fans that if we go three and one in our first four games, don't go crazy, okay? Because we just played three two of Two of the five worst teams in the league, I'd say. And the Redskins, who are, who are probably top ten of worst teams in the league. Um, so, I mean, like, it, it, it wouldn't be... It would be successful and it would be a great start to the year, no doubt. But 
it's not it's not something that every Giants fan needs to go crazy about. Um, and I think that should be the overall message for these first four games. Like, this is a very easy schedule. So if we go 0-4, then there might be a problem. If we go 1-3, same, there might be a problem. 2-2, two and two, okay, I could see us winning against the Bills and Bucks and losing to the Redskins and Cowboys. I'm fine with that. Like, 2-2 two and two for these first four games. Like, there's no game that I would really say... Um, well, no, like, I think you need to win at least two of these first four games if you don't want to go 0-16. Um, this is probably the easiest four-game stretch, uh, I'm looking through the schedule here, um, that we have through the season, and yeah, it is probably the easiest stretch of four games here, um, throughout the season, so... I'd say we need to win at least two of these games. Um, so I'd say two and two, th three and one, or four and zero, oh, four and zero oh probably isn't going to happen. But two and two and three and one is where um, I'd say um, the Giants would like to be at this point, going into the fifth game of the season, um, and you know one and three or definitely zero oh and four is not somewhere you want to be. Um, at this point in the season, especially playing um, a very easy uh, team here. So, um, teams here. So, um, that will just about wrap up the podcast here. Um, uh, thank you for listening, and um, have a great day. Bye.